Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Uh, hello and welcome to Secondary Assist, our first ever NHL DFS podcast on the Dr. Roto Network. I am Brewery Mark. With me is Tom, the Kickman Kick Kicker. How's yeah, it going, just, Tom? Well, it's going very good. Just call me Kickman or Kick. Make it easy. All right. So um, it's our first time. I'm sure this will be a little bit rough. Hopefully, we'll get a lot of people watching tonight, and we'll roll into it. Um, and for anybody watching right now, please like and subscribe. It helps us uh, bring up the numbers and and get into the YouTube algorithm, the monster that is the algorithm. <laughs> uh, so, Tom, this uh, we have uh, hockey starting up tomorrow. Uh, last year, we had a pretty good run of it, and... Um, one thing I found interesting is I'm more of a tournament player. You seem to be more of a cash player. So that makes us a pretty good combination here. Um, how overall did your system, your uh, season go last year? My season overall was actually very good. Um, I didn't, you know, take any million dollar prizes down, but you know, right. consistently in the cash and certainly not having to put money back into my account, which is always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I always play that roller coaster that is uh, tournaments. So I, I'll go, I'll go a week with just, and it seems like I'm just losing money for weeks, and then all of a sudden, bam, I'll hit you know a 5k pot. <laughs> yeah, you had some pretty good ones last year. Yeah, I did. Um, yes, I ended you did. Up, yeah, it's some, I ended up like twenty-two thousand up for the season. That's spectacular. Yeah, it was nice. It was fun too. It was nice getting back into hockey. Yes. I see. That's all I really ever do is DFS hockey. I don't play. I do some baseball, but no football and just hockey. Yeah. My, my other addiction is uh NFL showdowns. I don't, I know it's crazy. They're the goofiest things, but I just have so much fun trying to figure out which $200 player is going to break the slate. <laughs> so now, so now what is, what's the key to a showdown in, Cause that's something I've never been really good at trying to figure out, you know, the captain, do you spend the money on the captain or do you try to find the cheap guy as your captain and then build around that? Now, normally you want to pay up for captain. Okay. Uh, I look at it as a cash lineup kind of equation. You want the highest floor possible on that captain. Cause he's getting one and a half times the points. Okay, so that's why I've been losing all the time because I try to find a value guy that might pop. And yeah, I mean, a lot of people do that, but I don't think it's a successful strategy long term. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, anyways, since it's our first podcast and we're trying to um, uh, get some people to come and play DFS hockey, it's a very underutilized area in the DFS community. I thought we could start out and talk about some basics. And uh, maybe we make this as part of the show every time we kind of start out with, you know, giving a key piece of information out. So this week I thought about how do you actually select the team or players that you're targeting? How I go about it, and we were kind of talking about this prior to the podcast, um, 
is like I like to go on history, and the the big thing is is hockey players are streaky. So I like to go over. I like to give like a thirty day period that I'll I'll go over the last thirty days. I pull up all the stats. I find the teams that are scoring, the teams that are giving up goals, and I try to find the teams that are the best team that scores the most goals is playing the team that gives up the most goals. And then depending on if they're, um, you know, home or away, it goes on the line that I'll play. I usually play first lines at home, second lines on the road, or I mean, just opposite. Second lines at home, first lines on the road. No. First way I said it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, um, and go that way. And, and, you know, and if the, you find the hot guys, I'll go on. And then I pull up the stats for the last 10 on the teams that I go for. And I, I try to pick guys and I don't like to play guys that are negative and not, you know, have their plus minus negative for some reason. And I, I just don't play those guys. Yeah. And to elaborate on what you're talking about for the listeners, um, for the line things um in hockey the home team gets last line change exactly they can match up better you know they the visiting team has put their line out then they can put a line who they think will beat that line exactly and if you can figure those combinations out you have a real advantage in dfs um so okay so you went to a little bit about the stats on a given night say it's a five uh, five game night. How do you target stuff? Uh, for me, from a GPP perspective, the first thing I look at is Vegas lines. I yeah, want see, who's favored. Yeah, I for some reason do not look at the Vegas lines. I just I really go more off the stats. Where you know I you know pull up who's the the best scoring teams, and I just want the guys that are the teams that are scoring and shooting the most is what I and, you know because shots are a big yeah. part of. DFS. So if you can get a guy that's getting five plus shots, even if he's scoring, he's getting you 10 plus points. So those are the kind of guys I look for when I'm targeting, you know, and then I, you know, you obviously want to play a line because you get one guy and then if they're scoring, they score three, four goals and you're going to end up with mega points. You know how it is. Yeah. And, and that's an important differentiator too, because uh, especially in DraftKings, um, the new scoring rules they put in a couple of years ago, you actually get bonuses for shots. Yeah. So, so many shots. What is it? Five now? Five. It's five. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you hit five shots, you get bonuses. If you uh, get three blocks, you get bonuses, 35 mm-hmm. saves for a goalie, you get bonuses. And, and it's really important to go through the stats and find out who's shooting the puck a lot. Who's making those blocks. Um, this is where on DraftKings you might tend to pay up for a goalie. Exactly. Well, yeah, and I've, I mean, there's a couple of thoughts on on a goalie. You can either go for the win, you know, and hopefully to get the bonus points for the win, or you know, get a a, a goalie that's going to be in a game that's a going a lot a lot of shots. You know, a team right. that just shoots like crazy. I mean, and even if he gives up four goals and doesn't get a win, he might still get twenty plus points. Right. You know, yeah, and from your goalie. Really- with your goalie, you're happy with that. Yeah, and that's where those bonuses come in. Yeah. All right, cool. So I think we have a, a starting point there for some basics, and we'll we'll expand on this every show. We'll just give a little piece of information out, and we'll 
and we'll keep going. It's the first week. We don't have a lot of stats. <laughs> we can't we can't really dig into that. You have to use last year's stats. That's um, what I did. <laughs> and, and uh you know, just really just really quick something that just popped in my head. It's not really on our agenda is um I haven't seen a free agency period like this in quite a while in hockey. We had a lot of really big ma- names move teams. Um big trade between Florida and Calgary. Um, you know, my opinion, Calgary got the better of that deal. <laughs> um, what do you, what do you think of that makeup? Of all the, the, the movement or. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think, you know, is, uh, Goudreau going to do, uh, better or worse in his new home? That type of thing. Is there any place that you're looking targeting? Um, well, the biggest thing that I. <laughs> It's kind of funny and that you bring up the the trade um was the biggest movement was my favorite guy was um john klingberg who i call kickberg yeah. he's he's my favorite defensive guy to play he went to anaheim now and where i think some you know some experience there at defense and some of those young players anaheim could be one of those teams that were uh targeting a lot this season yeah it, they got a few injuries here in the preseason with uh, Zegers going down. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, they're a nice young up and coming team and they were, uh, I think they're very underrated this year. Yep. Yeah. That's, you know, so that was my, one of my favorite move of the season. Cause he get, he left, he left Dallas, which I am. Dallas has to probably be my, probably my most unfavorite team in the NHL. <laughs> unfavorite, but still good mm-hmm. for DFS. Oh Yes. <laughs> yeah you're a minnesota guy right yeah yeah so yeah so when the north stars went to dallas I, it was not good uh, i love the wild I, I was sad that they lost fiala but um um they still look great oh no they're gonna be they're gonna be stronger i think this year yeah i, I you know they just hopefully they can get the goaltending situation all you know solidified you know, hopefully Mark Andre Fleury, you know, can find some of that old magic again. Um, you know, he's obviously not quite the goalie that he used to be, but the Wild, I think, are going to be good this season. All right, let's kick into um, the DFS slates. That's what we're here to talk about. Yep. So um, we already had a couple games in Prague, which uh, hey, I made two hundred bucks on. Nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't play any of those, but you're the showdown they, guy. Yeah, they were showdowns. It was a, uh, it was interesting to say the least. But um, so opening night is Tuesday. DraftKings has got some um, big contests going. Uh, I if you played preseason DFS, I won a, a ton of tickets for this game tomorrow. It's a fifteen dollar buy-in. I think I have ten or twelve tickets for it. Dang. Um, it's uh just a two-game slate. So what do we got here? We got Tampa Bay at New York Rangers and Vegas and LA. So what are your, what's your initial thoughts there? Which team should we target top lines for? Well, I, I always like the Rangers at home. They're a fun team. Um, but you know, Tampa Bay could also come in. And I mean, I looked at that Tampa and, and, and Ranger game as to be a, probably a high scoring game, you know, looking five, four, something like that. 
See, now I'm I'm almost the opposite because you have the two best goalies in the league. But it's opening night. Exactly. <laughs> and it's and, and Tampa's on the road. It's opening night. I don't know. That's just kind of what I thought. I thought the Vegas LA game was going to be a grind. Um, probably Vegas coming out on top. Yeah, LA is another team that I'm big on this year. I'm right I think they improved I'm a right lot. With yep. Now they were good at the end of the season last year too. So they mm-hmm. were, I mean, you could just see the steady improvement. And they were a team, you know, I was like, well, they're gonna be fun to target next year. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm kind of with you. I think I'm gonna be man, I, I think I'm just gonna go with the home teams tomorrow. Well, that's what I that's why I went with New York. I think they're gonna be the high scoring team. They're the the team that I, the home team that I think is gonna score the most. You know, and if you're looking for uh, contrarian line, maybe the second line of Vegas, Howden, Stevenson, and Stone. All right, simple enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's quick two-game slate. So yeah. Wednesday, we get into the meat. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, six games. games. Yeah. And the top game in this, uh, this is a simple, simple game. It's when it's nice when they put the the best against the worst. You know that that uh, Chicago Blackhawk Colorado Avalanche game. And it's a national game on TNT, so we all get to watch it. <laughs> Chicago in Colorado, man. I, this this could literally be an eight to one game. Very. I mean. <laughs> Chicago has two deep. Their two of their best defensemen are hurt. Will not be in the game. McCabe, you know, so they're down two of their best defense, and their defense isn't good anyway. So I mean, they're yeah. I mean, I don't think they scored any goals in the last three preseason games they played. No, they yeah. don't. It doesn't look like they have a very good farm system. They traded. They traded everybody away to try to get the number one pick for the next couple of years. Yeah. Well, they do have. Um, for the next what three years, they have two picks in each of the first three rounds. Yeah. So that's kind of obviously they're set up to maybe do something ten years from now. Yep. <laughs> right. So so what so, we're saying is load up on Colorado. Yep. So Colorado. Um, I also like uh, Carolina. Obviously, they're in playing Columbus at home. And I like Toronto going to Montreal. Yeah, that should be a good game, too. Yeah, that should be a pretty high-scoring game, I think. Yeah, especially Toronto has so much to prove. They just, every year, they just choke in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't understand it, but they do. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter who the, who's the coach, who's the players, they just choke it all away. <laughs> I thought for sure they were going to cruise by Tampa last year. No, that did not happen. So I'm looking at this, and and for the listeners, we we don't have any pricing yet for DFS. the The sites have not let it leak out yet. Um, usually, um, DraftKings is usually a week ahead of time, um, but for some reason, they just haven't put anything out but Tuesday yet. Um, so we're going off of data that we have preseason and off of our experiences from last year. Um, I'm looking at this and I'm kind of eyeballing these late games. 
Um, okay. Seattle at Anaheim. Well, I, I like that game too. That that Anaheim was going to be my my fourth team. Yeah, I like that game a lot. Yeah, I agree with you. And Vancouver at Edmonton. Yeah, I so, mean, if anything, that's going to be fun. Exactly. Those teams hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fact, and yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. Can McDavid do the? Uh, can he uh, take the scoring title this year? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't think he does. But he's going to score a lot of goals. That's for darn sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be uh, curious to see what how um, Holloway plays. Yeah. Um, anything else on the Wednesday slate that kind of stands out? Um, no. I, yeah. Just uh, I, lo I love Colorado, Carolina. You play their first line. And um, Toronto, second line. And what about goalie? So last year, my biggest struggle was goalie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I never could pick a goalie. Yeah, I get a daily text from you on that. Who do you, who do you like on goalies tonight? <laughs> no, I, it's you probably end up going with the Toronto goalie, if whoever start, ends up starting that night. I think, uh, I think that's this just might gonna... be a case where even though Colorado will probably put up 60 shots, we might not want to play Chicago's goalie because they're going to no. score way too much. Right. And then you don't want to play the Colorado goalie because I don't think they're going to get enough shots. Yeah, that's a very good point that we didn't talk about earlier is teams like Chicago where they have no offensive firepower. You, you, even though you're going for the wind, you're not going to get enough shots to make that goalie worth it. Yeah, so that's why I just I was looked at I look at that, I just, I don't think they're going to shoot enough. I just just like you said. So that's why I think there's going to be a lot of shots in that Toronto Montreal game. I like Toronto on that side of the game. Um, who's ever going to start there? I don't. You know, it's, with goalies, I don't like to shout out goalie names this early because you know it can change a half an hour before the game. Yeah. Yeah, and so and for our listeners, you know, the point of this podcast, we're going to do this every Monday, and it's kind of a preview of the matchups coming up, and we'll have better data as the season goes on, um, especially these weekend slates. But on the flip side, too, um, if you go to drroto.com, sign up. Um, we have some really good deals going on. We also have a private Discord for all subscribers, and me and Kick, we sit in that Discord every night. And we answer any questions that you have all the way up to puck drop. Um, a lot of times we're even up for the late games. <laughs> so if you have some questions for the late slates, we'll, we'll be there to ping it out. I'm always up for the late slates. That's usually my favorite. One reason I like to play late slates too, just because I usually get to see those games. So it's, it's fun to, to watch what your, your players play. Yeah. And uh, man, I'm so happy that ESPN plus exists. <laughs> oh, it's really nice, isn't it? Yeah, to get it around is. that to watch games. I, I enjoy it. Um, so yeah, so come over to drroto.com, subscribe, uh, join us in the Discord. We also do daily uh cheat sheets. Um, Kick is going to be doing uh the weekdays, I'm going to be doing the weekends, and and we'll swap as we need to. Um, but um, we had a lot of winners last year coming off these cheat sheets. 
Yeah, our cheat sheets will get you set up so that you can, you know, put lineups together quite quickly. You don't have to sit and read. You know, we're gonna we're doing the research for you. So and and um, I watch so many hockey games, it's kind of silly. But that's you know, watching is sometimes the best thing. Sometimes you see a guy a night that takes five shots that, and you know, he doesn't get shots because four of them went off the the post. And you go, that guy you want to play because you know he's on. Right. You, know, you yeah, see little things like that. A couple inches more. Yep. <laughs> All right. So let's head into Thursday night. Thursday night. There's some good games Thursday, too. How many do we have? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine? Yeah. So we're getting into that upper uh 10 games 10 games so yeah my my wheelhouse i really like eight games yeah so we're no, I do too. I... yeah i'm with just you i i, I like the the just a little tighter slates it just you know because there's always a wild card you get that 14 game slate and i mean all of a sudden buffalo scored 10 goals and you're like what <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a quick look at Thursday here, and we'll just let me let me just run it down really quick. We yeah. have uh, Arizona at Pittsburgh, New Jersey at Philly, Ottawa at Buffalo. Ooh, Ottawa is looking good. Uh, Florida at the Isle, uh, Washington and Toronto, the Rangers at your uh, Wild, mm-hmm. uh, Dallas and Nashville, at the Avalanche go to Calgary. The Blackhawks at the Golden Knights. I think we'll target that one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's a big circle a on game. that on my paper here. Yeah, the the late game is Seattle at Los Angeles. Yeah. So initial thoughts. Initial thoughts. I like Pittsburgh at home against Arizona. I mean, Arizona's going to be better than last year because it can't be any worse. I'm mean, giving up almost four goals a game last year. Three point seven seven goals a game they gave up last season. I mean, it was just like you looked at the the slate. You didn't have to look at the line. You didn't have to look at any stats. You went, oh, who's Arizona playing tonight? I'm going to play their best guys. <laughs> it was pretty right. easy. Um, I I like this New Jersey-Philadelphia game. I think uh, I like New Jersey. I like that side of it. And then um, you mentioned the Buffalo-Ottawa game. That The Buffalo side to that could be pretty good, too. So this is, that could turn out to be a really good game. Yeah, the, uh, I don't think we have Vegas lines for this yet, but the, I expect that to be a pretty high-scoring game. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, neither, neither team is going to be in the upper echelon of defense. Uh-uh. Uh, goalies are questionable still for both teams. Um, yeah, we could easily see a lot of scoring from multiple lines. Yeah, that's what I think. You know, I, you know, Tage Thompson in the top line of Buffalo I like there, you know, and the, I don't think they're going to be highly owned. No, there's too many other other plays I think people gravitate to. Uh, you know, because you have uh, Florida. Everybody's going to be playing Florida, Toronto, the Rangers, right? Yep. But the Rangers are playing Minnesota, so I don't – I'd look for Minnesota not to give up too many goals at home. But, you know, the Vegas game in with Chicago. Vegas is – dominated Chicago over, I mean, I think the Blackhawks have only beaten uh, Vegas once. 
since Vegas has been around. Could be yeah. wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty close. Not many more than that. <laughs> um, so that could be a, a good game to target too. Um, so what about the Rangers Minnesota game? Is that a good place to maybe uh, play Flurry? A good place to play Flurry and a good place to play Mark Zuccarello. I like to play guys that are go are playing their former teams. And you know, Zook plays on the top line, not a bad place. He's not as expensive as Kaprizov, and you know, he's got a little extra to play there for. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to be watching that game. Oh yeah, no, that I definitely will be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun one. Yeah. No, I, I like I, and I like to play Rangers too. I mean, I like to play Panarin. He's one of my favorite guys to play. And he always comes in pretty cheap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's not expensive. You can play him and one of his line mates and can usually score some points. And he's always up on the top power play unit, even though he's yeah. the second line. And that's something else you want to point out, too, that when we're, you're picking guys, you want to get guys that are on the top power play line, you know, second power play. But you want guys that are going to be out there when the teams are on the power play. Uh, you're, you know, they just score more goals when they're on the power play, so it makes it kind of obvious. Yeah, it uh, increases their chance of getting shots, getting assists, getting goals. You know, more time in the power play, the better. Yep. And that's it's a good way to correlate stuff too, because um, in the modern NHL, there's a lot of goal scoring defensemen, and they're super expensive. And sometimes you need to look for that second defenseman but he's on a power play exactly exactly well that's why oh and i usually like to play mccarr and then klingberg because i can get him cheap and he usually he can he can get you four or five shots in a game when he's healthy and playing well so i just he's my weakness is for whatever reason i just play john klingberg all the time <laughs> Well, it's the right price. He quarterbacks power play. Yeah, so that's and he I mean, was always good for a few shots and an assist. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, you know, that's what I always figure. So, and he's not that expensive, so it's fun, you know. And then I can couple him with I like, you know, how, how can you not want to play Cal McCarr? I also like to play Quinn Hughes a lot. I got yeah, certain, Quinn, you know, I, I got like certain defense, you know, defense that I just play. You know, it's doesn't matter if they're a team I'm targeting or not. I just play him, you know, Adam Fox. I mean, how can you not want to play him? The uh, only reason I can think of his price. <laughs> yeah, not exactly, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, um, Quinn Hughes is always priced pretty good. Yeah, he is. I, and surprisingly so um, for as effective as he is. Yep. Uh, let's see what else we got here on this slate. Yeah, who do you like? I keep eyeballing that Rangers Minnesota game. I just have a feeling it's going to be, if anything, high shots, right? Yeah. Well, both those teams score a lot of goals, so yeah. So that's a great place to get get some stacks going. Man, I'm Washington didn't really do anything to improve their team this year, and they just look so old. No, they and they were horrible last year. I mean. Like you say, they were so old, slow. Yeah, they're slow. Yeah. And so they're heading into Toronto. 
Um, and as we talked about before, Toronto's got something to prove. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like new guard, old guard scenarios. Everybody wants to take Ovechkin down. Um, that, and it's home, man. That top line there. Yeah, no, I like that. I, you know, I like that a lot. You go, you know, the Bunty Matthews Marner line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm right with you. They were the, you know, top scoring team. They're, they're the top scoring team from last year um, on this slate. They had averaged what 3.8 goals a game last year. So, I mean, and I look at, you know, they're always a shoe in for four. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, fours, you know, that's a, that's a good night, but you want a team scoring five, six goals. <laughs> yeah. That's how we talk. <laughs> well, they could. I mean, Washington's defense doesn't look all that great. They yeah. have question marks at yeah. goalie. No, Mark, uh, I'm right with you. I'm right with you there. I mean, they, they brought in Cumper, right? But yeah. He still doesn't look right. I was watching him in preseason. That eye just doesn't. He still doesn't look right. Yeah. And then um, I keep going, man. I'm I'm really high in L.A. That that Seattle and I... L.A. game is another one that I'm I'm gonna load up some GPPs where um, I have a lot of kings in them because I love that late night hammer. Right. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I like to play the late night games because those are the times when I can sit down and watch because everybody's the house is up finally calm around here and I can watch whatever hockey game I want. <laughs> and you're flipping around all night long. Yeah, exactly. I saw Seattle play a lot last year. I saw LA, Anaheim. I got a, I got, I watched a lot. Yeah, I ended up, I ended up with, uh, I, Watched a ton of Se- Seattle and Calgary. They always seem to be the late teams. Yes. Yeah. And uh, man, I feel like I know the announcers and everybody. <laughs> well, that's what's kind of fun about it. It's, I I love listening to the hometown announcers. I mean, no better way to get to know a team and what's going on with the team to listen to sometimes the you know analysis that you hear from the hometown stuff that you know you're not hearing on the national. It's yeah. there's. You know, it's like, you know, like me getting the coverage for the Blackhawks here, you getting your coverage for the Red Wings at home. I mean, it's just more localized. You hear more, you know, it's just better. Yeah, and I and what I do, at least on ESPN Plus, the nice thing is they give you both feeds, right? Yeah, no, it's the best. So I usually I usually select whoever's the home team. That's usually the feed I will watch. Yeah, there's some guy, some announcers I don't like, so I don't listen to them. Oh, I get that, yeah. <laughs> the Pittsburgh announcers, oh my God. <laughs> They're such whiny crybabies. Oh. Now, I will say the radio announcer for Edmonton, Calls a fight better than I've ever heard anybody call a fight. I mean, he is blow by blow. It's some good stuff when you listen to him on the radio. I, can, I, I don't know his name, but he was really good. No, oh, okay. Well, I have to pay attention. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I was just amazed. I was like, wow. He sure he sure likes to describe the fight, and he does a good job with it. <laughs> All right. Any final th- thoughts that you have on this Thursday night slate? Um, no, I think we hit on... You know, I I was saying I like that uh, Jersey. I like Jersey going into Philadelphia. Um, 
you know, Andre Palat's there now. So him and Quinn, or not him, and him and Jack Hughes could um, score some goals that night, I think. Both going to be on the power play, too. Philly usually gives up a lot of power plays. All right. Yeah, so that would be my kind of sleeper kind of line. Okay. All right, so let's uh, jump into Friday really quick. And uh, I like Friday because my Red Wings finally get to play. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Not till Friday. Yeah. But they welcome uh, the Montreal Canadiens into Little Caesars Arena. Um, So I I think that's a good place to target. Uh, You have two young teams. That should be a a fast-paced, lots of shots. Um, I can I can totally see myself stacking both first lines in that game. I could see. Yeah, I'm just trying to pull up the slate. I didn't have. I don't have that slate written down. Yeah, sorry. I noticed. Uh, that's my fault. I, I saw Detroit on there, so I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Mark. That's okay. That's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's just a tiny little four game slate. We have. Um, yeah, that's why. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't write it down. Montreal at Detroit, Tampa at Columbus, uh, Rangers at Winnipeg, Carolina at San Jose. Ooh, there's some good games there. Mm-hmm. Carolina going into that's right. I did see that one. I when I looked at it, I saw Carolina probably be the team you're going to want to play there. Going into San Jose, they're already down. What they already have two losses. Yeah, and they did not look good in those losses. No, not at all. And you know, they didn't look good last year either. So I, they're obviously going to be another team that you can target all this time to play against. But yeah, so I in Carolina, they're just good anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens when they get uh, Packeretti back. That'll be good. <laughs> um, and Tampa at Columbus. So this is the first time we're talking about Columbus, who uh, scored probably the biggest name free agent and uh throw him out of line with Patrick Liney. <laughs> That's awesome. That line's gonna be a great line, but the whole problem is they don't have any defense. They still give up almost four goals a game. So I mean, yeah, they'll be a fun team to to you know stack that line, play that line. It's also going to be an expensive line to play. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um but you know they'll also be good to stack teams against because they they give a lot of goals still. At least that's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> All right, so thank you for the uh, pit stop there. <laughs> no, that was all good. But I did look at. It. I just didn't write it down. So and then after you mentioned the Car- the Carolina game, that was like the one that just stood out to me. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so let's roll into the weekend here, and we have Saturday, which is a. Oh my. What do we count? Mass. I, I think 16 games. 14 games. 14 games. So I'm not even going to read them all. There's too many to read. <laughs> um, do you have any particular strategy for attacking a slate like this? Do you try well, to yeah. break it up between early and late? or? Well, sometimes I'd love to. I'd like to do that a lot, actually. I'd like to play an early slate and and split them up that way. Yes. I'll, just because it just makes it easier. You can get to more teams. Um, yeah, I liked, I like that a lot, Mark. 
Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. You get these big slates, and it's just like, you know, what do you do? Especially, you have some really good combinations. So you have LA and Minnesota. Yeah. You have uh, the Red Wings at the Devils, Florida, Buffalo. We've already talked about the high scoring that could how high scoring a game like that could be. Yep. Um, you have Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto. Yes. <laughs> Columbus, St. Louis. At home with Columbus coming in. Another good St. Louis is another one to target. Matter of fact, I think they're the top team out of that whole slate. St. Louis? Yeah. Hey, uh, San Jose might get their first win when uh, I know. I, was, I, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> my te- we, you, you don't look for Ch- Chicago or San Jose to target this week because they're playing each other on Saturday. <laughs> oh, man. Then the late game is awesome. Calgary at Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, all those games, that's why it's always it's fun to the, the late games because they're always those, you know, East Coast or West Coast teams and they're, they're good, fun teams to watch. Like Calgary, I love Tyler Toffoli. He's always one of my favorite guys. You can get him at a nice cheap price. Yeah, and for our listeners too, I just want to point out this this is all the way to Saturday. So this is almost a week away. We have no pricing. It's first week of the season. We don't really have any stats. Um the first couple of weeks of the season, line combinations change constantly. Um so you just gotta be careful. And this is a case where if you go over the Dr. Roto. Get an account, come into Discord. We'll give you up-to-date information on Saturday and how to target these slates. Yeah, Mark will have a great breakdown. You could probably break it down by a couple of the slates that are going that day. I'm not sure how Mark will break it down, but you know, your cheat sheet on Saturday will be one I want to see. Yeah, it'll be massive. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to start it like Thursday. I, I, for sure. um any uh any other games that stand out here that um we think we we're gonna be targeting all the i like jeez i like your red wings going into new jersey vancouver going into philly those two games i like um so I don't, I'm not expecting Philly to be good this year. No, that's what I'm saying. They're going to give up goals. They gave a lot last year. They're going to give up a lot this year. Um and Vegas going towards, into Seattle. Uh, what do you think of that new Seattle uh mascot? I haven't seen it. It's this little devil baby thing. I'll have to check it out. I haven't it's seen it. It's really yet. weird. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I haven't seen I haven't seen it yet. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, they just announced it like last week. Okay. I don't know if they're trying to, you know, do another uh gritty or what, but <laughs> wow. It's that bad, huh? It looks like um uh, it kind of looks like Count Chocula um, had a baby with an octopus. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. All right. So, and Sunday we have no games. Yeah, nope. 
That's good. I got a lot of football games I got to watch that day. Yeah, I'm sure they do that intentionally this time of the year. Yeah, well, that's smart. Yeah, I think even uh, on Saturday, I think I might even do a showdown on that Calgary-Edmonton game. That game's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait for that game. Yep. No, Calgary. Yeah, they. Yeah, that's actually, and I like Calgary on that, the Calgary side on that, too. So I like them a lot. Yeah, top line. Actually, no, the second line probably. And there's some good value you'd probably get on that line, too. Dubé and Kadri, Majapani. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see how Kadri uh, fits in. And, uh, you know, that, that also brings up Colorado. Are they um, – Colorado might have a rough start here. You have Langeskox out for out. a couple of weeks. Um, they lost uh, Kadri. They lost Borowski. Oh, um, yeah. But, they, you know, what? they got some, you know – you know, Rodriguez and Newhook showed some good signs last year. Um, you know, Nishuskin. So their their second line is not bad. They got some good players. And then Makar is just all world. So he's just he's like another forward plus and he plays defense. It's just the kid is good. I like yeah. to watch him play a lot. Yeah, he's one that um at, you know, I sacrifice like a winger spot to play him. Yeah, you know, oh, definitely. He's that good. Yeah, you got to find some value, and you find a value, and then you plop him in, and he's usually worth every penny you pay. You know, right. awesome. He has he has some bad nights, but you know he he gets a lot of five shot nights. He's and then you know he'll get a at the worst a couple assists, but then he you know he's shooting on the power play all the time. Yeah, you know, I, I I mean I like him a lot. Yeah, he doesn't hesitate at all either. No, not not even a little bit. I no. mean, he, he's up there, he's shooting. Yeah, he's a he's a good ball. He's a good ho- hockey player. I was gonna say ball player. He doesn't play ball. All right, so I think we've gone through the entire first week here. So it's our first podcast. How do we do? I think we did okay, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we put some information out there that people can use. Um, I think we gave people an idea where we're coming from when we're putting our stuff on paper and they're reading our our cheat sheets. So, yeah, and, and, and just to emphasize it again, you know, the cheat sheets are great, and we're going to give you, you know, our favorite lines, our favorite goalies, and then give you a list of like, basically a player pool to pull from. But it's also important to supplement that with that Discord channel where we can actually target more values and tell you how to match things up. Yep. All right. Um, Any last thoughts about this first week? Nope. I just want to watch some hockey. I want to get this week under our belt so that uh, next week we got something to talk about and you know, some hot players and somebody that we had no idea was going to be unbelievable. We'll be talking about. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I I can't wait. I, yeah, I've watched the whole preseason. It's been great. <laughs> All right, for uh, for Kickman, I am Brewery Mark. You can reach us over at drroto.com, and we'll see you in a week.
Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.